This is Nova Church Halifax, where we love God and love people. Tune in as Pastor Mike Miller teaches from God's Word and how we can have a Nova life, a new life. So glad you've joined us today online and in person. Uh, I want to let you know this as a church, uh, again, that um, we want to make sure you have a Bible. And if you don't have a Bible for any reason at all, uh, we have a Bible for you at the guest central wall. Whether you're a guest or this is your church, you've been coming forever, you need a Bible for any reason. We have a whole bunch of these. And our goal is to give away hundreds of Bibles this year. Uh, they're free. Uh, we already paid for it with your money and your giving, your faithfulness. So thank you. Uh, but we want to give away. So if you need a Bible for any reason, stop by the guest central big yellow wall and just grab it and run. Do that. Can you just like you're shoplifting? Shoplifting hope, shoplifting Jesus. Just grab it and run. We won't chase you. We won't get your license plate number. We'll just w- smile and wave. Uh, or you can just stay there for a while and talk. Either way, just grab a Bible. We would love to bless you with that. If you have your Bible today, if you can turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Also today, after the service online, I wish I could help you with this, but this is just for those in person. We have some celebrating cupcakes for anybody that wants one on the way out, and they are individually packaged, and they're safe, and they're amazing, and they're delicious, so we're just, we're just partying all day. At home, go grab some toast and some butter, and just, just know we love you so much, uh, and if you can, join us next week. There won't be cupcakes, but there will be Jesus, and uh, we're so glad, uh, but cupcakes for everyone, because uh, everything's better with cake, and everybody said... Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, I'm going to start reading in verse 20. It says this, I love this verse. It says, For all the promises of God have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding... Yes, oh, oh, you're with me today. We're going to do that again because I have a feeling it's going to get even better the second time. For all God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding... And through Christ our... Amen. And through Christ, our amen, which means, yes, ascends to God for his glory. This morning, as we get ready to baptize uh, some people today, I want to talk on this topic just for a moment. The power of a yes. The power of a yes. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for all you've done in our life. Thank you for the harvest we're even seeing today of lives changed and children and adults. And today we're asking again that you would just make yourself real in this service to the guests today, that they would be overwhelmed with your peace, your joy, your hope, and your presence. Father, I pray today that we would leave here more like you than when we walked in. God, we resist going through the motions and just having a service and a religious experience. We're asking, God, that you would meet with us and that you would hear from us today. God, would you just make yourself real? And help this preacher and help this church. And everybody said? Everybody said amen. 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 I do want to show, we have a picture. I think just one picture, maybe maybe a couple from the day. This happened just a little while ago. We had child dedication. First time in two years. Some of these kids um, weren't even like born. They weren't even thought of when when last time we've done dedications. Um, But we dedicated so many kids today. And we prayed over families. And we just celebrated this morning in our first service. And we just love families. We love generations in church. We think uh, from grandparents down, there's something about generations in church. So it was so exciting to dedicate so many kids and so many grandparents and siblings were in the audience today just cheering them on. So uh, that was in our first service. So exciting. We loved having dedication. Uh, Today, I want to talk to you about the power of a yes. 
regarding baptisms. We're all believing for something from God. I don't know you, and I don't know your relationship with Jesus and whether you're new to the faith or you've been around for a while, but if we were to sit down and talk, we're all believing for God to do something in our life. It might be to help a young adult child of yours, parents that maybe isn't going through the best time. You're like, God, I just, I'm just believing that God's going to help them and get them through this difficult time in their life. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a help, someone in your family, maybe yourself or someone you love is going through something physically. They need a miracle in their body. Like, God, we just do a miracle of healing in their body. Maybe it's relationships where you just need God to step in. But we're all believing for something from God. We're believing his promises. I love this verse because it says this. It says, God's promises are yes. I love that. I like that they're not maybe. I like when God says his promises are yes. It's not, if I get around to it, I'll pencil you in. If, if, I, if I have more, more time than I have week, then I'll get it done. But if I have more week than I have time, I'm not sure it's going to happen. Uh, it's not, well, we'll see what the latest update is and what the restrictions are and what next wave or next variant comes around. I might have to postpone. I love that it's not based on his interest. Well, if I remember, if I, if I can stay focused, if I can, if I can remember the importance of this. I love that it says that the promises of God are yes. Not maybe, not one day. If I get around, it's yes. Another verse in the Bible says God is not a man, not a person that he would lie. That when God says something... His word is good and he, his promises are true. And it says God's promises are yes. And God's put these promises in your heart and we have God's yeses that he will deliver. You need to know that. That's why we, we believe in the word of God. This is not just a book of rules saying what you can't do. This is not just a book of history, though it's historic. This is not just a book of poetry, though it is um, so much lovely writings. This is actually a love letter and a story of God connecting with us. And in this are the promises that God made to us and God wants to get through us. It's the promises of God. It's the story of God promising women and men in history that he was going to do something and then through days, decades, or generations un uh, fulfilling those promises and seeing the story walk out. It's the promises of God are yes. And when we read this, we hear what the promises that God has for you. You need to know that. God has a plan for you. It's a good plan. God has thoughts towards you, and they're good thoughts. And his plan is greater than your plan. His thoughts are better than your thoughts. And you think that you want to treat yourself well. God want, has the best plan for us and the health for us, the promises of God. And I love this. It says that God's promises, he puts them in our heart, and we have God's yes that he will deliver. But that's not enough. This verse we just read says we also need to add our amen. I don't know if we can put that verse back up on the screen for me. That would help me of, of 2 Corinthians. It says that, that fulfilled with Christ, that through Christ, that are resounding yes. For God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen. Which is our yes. When you amen, it's not the way you end grace when you're praying for supper. Amen is saying, I agree, and yes, I want, and I agree with, and I give a yes to what was just said. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. It's yes. It's not enough to have the yes from heaven. We actually need to add our own yes to the promises of God. We need to add our own amen. There is power in our yes. See, the promises of God are out there for everyone. But the reason why we don't see people walking in the promises of God is they don't add yes to God's promises. 
And yes is not just a one-time decision. It's living your life in such a way that your life screams yes to the very promises and presence of God. Like, well, well not, that's why everybody doesn't walk in the promises of God, because it's not just that God said it. It's not just that God said yes, but we have to add our amen, our yes to this. He brings the yes, and we bring the amen. Yes and amen. That's why we need to find out what God has promised you. That's why we believe in reading the, God, the word of God. You need to find out what God thinks about you, what he has promised with you, because then a faith grows in your heart, and you add your amen, you add your yes to the very promises of God. Some of the promises of God for us in this journey of following Jesus. Today, in a few minutes, we're going to see some people walk across this stage and make a public confession of a private decision. Baptism does not make you go to heaven. Baptism doesn't put you into a church. Baptism doesn't make you right with Jesus. All baptism is, is an outward, uh, outward display of a private decision. I've said it before, it's like my wedding ring. This wedding ring does not make me married. This wedding ring in itself does not keep me married. All this wedding ring is shows that I am married. And when I made a decision to marry Nancy, we married in, in May 20th in the year 2000. We got married. We put these rings on as a public display of a private decision and commitment. And today, you have people that are serving Jesus. They're following Jesus. But today, they're like, listen, Jesus said to get baptized, and I want to make a public confession. I want to make a public yes to what God has promised me. And you're going to see them make their yes. They have decided today to go public with their faith. That's what we're celebrating today. So I'm t talking to those that are backstage right now that are going to get baptized, but I want to speak to you as well. We say we're following Jesus. What are the promises we have in following Jesus? I'm looking at those getting baptized right now. What are the promises we have as we go into this tank? This tank is not some magic potion. It's not some uh, amazing ritual that your problems are gone when you come out of that tank. It's not that everything that you were struggling with when you went in is going to disappear when you come out. But I believe it's a public yes. It's an amen to the promises of God. Let me read some of the promises we have as followers of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 54, 17. But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. Another version says, no weapon formed against you will prosper. Doesn't mean there won't be weapons. Doesn't mean there won't be attacks. But it means they won't prosper. They won't succeed. You may have something come against you, but it ain't going to win. I am so thankful for the promise of God. No matter what pressure we go through, no matter what comes through our culture, our society, no matter what shows up in your Monday or your Friday, it may show up, but it doesn't need to stay there. Just because it's formed doesn't mean it will succeed. Just because you're going through it doesn't mean it's going to take you out. Why? Because the promises of God says no weapon formed against you will succeed. God says, yes, that's true. And we say, amen, Lord, let it be. What's another promise? 1 Peter 2, 24. He himself, speaking of Jesus, bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. For by his wounds you have been healed. I am so thankful that we don't need to live wounded. People say, where are the miracles of today? I need some miracles. You know what a miracle is? If you're in your 30s, 40s, or 50s and you don't hate people, hate God, you're not walking around wounded talking about stuff that happened in your life 10, 20, 30 years ago, and you're just bleeding on people for your emotional wounds. If you actually like yourself and like people, you are a miracle. I'm not talking about scars. I'm talking about wounds. Scars speak to the healing. 
I'm so thankful because of his wounds, we don't have to be wounded. And I can live here going, listen, that may have hurt me and that person disappointed me. Or maybe I disappointed someone or maybe I said something I shouldn't have. I'm so thankful that by his wounds, we are healed. I believe that if we get diagnosed, we can believe God. God, I believe that you made a promise that we can be healed. I still believe God heals people. He said yes, and I want to add my amen. 2 Corinthians 5.17, another promise we can have as they get ready to get in this tank today. But as we, as followers of Jesus, online and in person. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. I'm so thankful for new. My wife just got a new car. I am so thankful the old one is gone. That thing costs more money, come on, than, than Mrs. Trump's credit card. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Like, there was tire iron, tire rods going and timing belts and, and turbos and wheels. There was, more, there was more issues with that car than Time Magazine has copies of. It's just issues, issues. There's something about new. You know what? We named this church Nova Church. Nova is Latin for new. Nova Scotia means new Scotland. We call this church new based on that verse. Why? We believe when you meet Jesus, he comes into your life, that you can be a new creation. That you may grow up in the same town, work at the same job with the same family, but something happens inside of you. When you encounter Jesus Christ, you have a new hope. You have a new grace. You have a new strength. You have new forgiveness. And God wants to do something new in your life. The Bible promises that a new life has begun. And God said, yes, you can have a new life. When you give your life to Jesus, you're saying, I want to add my amen to that. I need a new life. I'm so thankful for second chances. So thankful for third chances. So thankful for tenth chances. Come on, somebody. A new life. What's another promise we have today? As they get ready to get in this tank that we can hang on to, they're going to add their amen to. It's in John 8, 36. Fear not. Easy to say, hard to do, eh? Fear not. So much to be afraid of these days. Did you hear about that other variant? Did you hear about what they're shutting down over here? Did you hear about the economy? You hear that supply is down, that they can't get anything to the shelves? Are we going to, remember, remember when toilet paper was a thing? Back in, when this thing holds, now it's, are we going to have food? Are we going to have petrol? Are we going to have goods? Are we going to have so much to want to fear? And it starts with fear not. Why? Because I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. There's a promise there that God Almighty, the God that made you, is the God that wants to strengthen you. He'll help you. That's a promise. I say, God, amen. Amen. Thank you for your strength today. Romans 6, 4. I love this promise. For we died, and this speaks to those getting baptized today. For we died and were buried with Christ in baptism. When they go in that water... It's, like, it's, it's symbolic of, being, of dying and being buried in baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. When they come out of that water, it's saying, yes, amen. Just as Jesus came up with a new life, with power and victory, we're coming out today. That today is a new day. We're coming out with power and victory in our lives. The power of an amen. The power of a yes. The yes of agreement. When... Me and Nancy, years ago, announced we were planting this church. i never forget, we put the first post on social media. That was a, that was a big deal. On Instagram, that was a huge deal. We were planting a church. and It's amazing, we surround it with people, both near and far. And there were some people that came comments in person, or they'd make a comment, or they'd message us and go, uh, that's good, but that's going to be really hard. We had, we had the, that's going to be hard crowd. Like, they smile, and oh, that's going to be hard. 
You know, I'm thinking, you're so encouraging. It's going to be, it's going to be, we met with some church planters last week. They're getting ready to plant in the city next year. And me and my wife were like, don't tell them how hard it's going to be. We just smiled. Like, oh, it's so fun. Good for you. Amazing. We got in the car. They have no idea what they're in for. Oh, gosh, we need to pray for them. We need to give them money. We need to help them. But we had a crowd that said, it's going to be so hard. We're like, oh, thanks. Then we had the crowd that says, ah, I can't be done. I don't know if you realize this, but if you have six people in a room, you'll have ten opinions. Do you know that yet? All these opinions. It, it can't be done. How many churches actually launch in Halifax? How many actually make it? It can't be done. It can't be done. It's a hard city. It, it's a hard province. It's financially, how much? it's too much money. You don't have enough people, enough help. It can't be done. Then we had the people that liked it, but on social media. That's a pretty easy way to like, but that's it, right? It's like, I'll actually like that post. Like, oh, thank you so much for the generous heart on my post. Thank you so much for that thumbs up. God is so good and you are so gracious. Thank you for your generosity. With every head bowed and every eye closed, thank you right now. We just got one more thumbs up. Thank you, Jesus. And we'll like it, but we won't support it. Like, we're not going to show up. We're not going to pray. We're not going to help. We're not going to encourage you. We'll just give you a heart. Should I give a heart? Take a heart away. Give a heart? Take a heart away. I'll give them a heart. But then, then we had some amen people in our lives that said, we believe there's a promise of God. That's a promise of God you put in your heart. You're adding your yes. We want to add our yes and our amen to it. Never forget, I was preaching in the state of Oklahoma at a camp, a youth camp, about a thousand teenagers for a week. There's a young man there. Yeah, I say young man, well, my age, which is very young. And uh, him and his wife, Tara, Oscar and Tara. And Oscar was leading worship that week. And Oscar pulled me aside afterwards, and he said, Mike, I believe in the promise that God put in your heart to plant a church. He said, me and my wife, we want to we add our agreement with you. I'm like, thank you so much. I appreciate your encouragement. He said, no, no, we're just not going to stop with words. And Oscar then committed to $100 American every month for two years. He would said, send me the link so I can donate to the church. And every month he would give when we had nothing and we had no one. He said, Mike, it's not a lot of money. It's not going to do a lot. But you need to know I'm adding my amen to the yes of God. I'm adding my yes to the promises of heaven. I'm with you, heart and soul. I'm not just going to like it. I'm not just going to text you. We're going to add some amen in the power of a yes. Today, we have a yes from heaven. When you follow Jesus, that he'll be with us and never leave us. That we have strength and power and healing and grace, new lives. We have a yes from heaven. But we need to add our amen today. See, when we do this and add our amen, that's what makes heaven go into action. See, up to this point, heaven's like, we've promised it and we're on board. We're saying yes. But it doesn't go into action until we add our amen. And when we do that, heaven goes into action. Today, you're going to see heaven go into action with eight or nine lives on this stage as they get baptized, when they're saying, listen, I believe that God, you're for me, that you've forgiven me, that you want to lead me. Life is not easy, but you are good. And if you're with me, who can be against me? And today you promised it, but today I'm adding my yes to your promises. And you watch what heaven, won't he do it? God is so good. He'll go into action. Today we have some people following Jesus and they believe his promises. And through baptism, they're going to add their amen to heaven's yes. So here's the call today. You need to find the promises of God. Some of you have never read this book. You've carried it. 
You talk about it, but you actually haven't read it. You need to find the promises of God for your children, for your marriages, for your singleness, for your businesses, for your lives, for your mental health, for your spirit, for your eternity, and for your past. You need to find the promises of God. Then you need to find an amen in your spirit. Activate heaven. Go, it doesn't matter what the economy says. doesn't matter what's popular. doesn't matter my mood. doesn't matter how I feel. There's a bigger yes on the inside than a no on the outside. I need a, I need a, I need a spirit yes. I need more than just a like, more than just a thumbs up, more than a mention or a retweet. I need a yes inside my spirit. And then, this is where we come in. Then you got to find some people that will agree with you. See, church, we got eight or nine people getting baptized today, but we need you today. Let me read Matthew 18, 19. Matthew 18, 19. I tell you this also. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. Well, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got more than two here today. And we're agreeing together for a new life to be started in these lives today. We're going to agree together and we, the church, get to agree with them. You're not spectators today. I need you to get a yes in your spirit, to join with their yes, and to agreeing together, he is with us, and anything we ask will happen. What are we asking for? For the promises of God to go into action. For God to step up and show off in their lives. They're walking in here. Some of them are on top of the mountain, but some of them, the mountain's on top of them. But when they come out of that water, we're going to cheer as a church. It's a tradition we have at Nova. When they go under the water, they're hearing singing from the worship team. But when their head and their ears break that water, they are overwhelmed with the cheering of a church that's saying, yes! Yes to the promises of God. We may not know you. We may not know your face or your place or your story, but we are cheering you on and adding our faith. And we see your yes and we add our yes. And it's yes and amen to the promises of God. Yes to the promise of divine strength to follow Jesus. Yes to the promise of no weapon formed against them will ever work. Yes to the promise of a new life today. And church, we're going to cheer. We're going to worship God with the worship team. And when they come out of that water, you're going to stop singing for a moment and clap and cheer and then go back into singing. And next one comes up, we're going to clap and cheer. And we're going to add our yes to the faith and the obedience of these people today. You ready for this? Let's stand to our feet today, church. Here's what we're going to do. Before they come out, we're going to sing this song about the promises of God. Yes and amen. Prime that pump a little bit. Put a yes in your spirit. Pray like this was your son or daughter. Pray like this was your spouse. Pray like this was your parents. Pray to someone, listen, we need to see a miracle today. I got a yes in my spirit and so do you. You ready? Come on, let's sing this song, Alex, before we do baptisms with the promises of God.